0: I'm Emma G. Rose, author of Contemporary Fantasy and Mythological Weirdness.
1: I'm Shelley Shearer, author of Urban Fantasies and Cozy Mysteries. Welcome to Indie Book Talk. Join us as we explore the expanding universe of indie books.
0: Hello, friends. Today on Indie Book Talk, We're talking to R.T. Cole, and we're going to do a super secret quiet episode (laughs) so that we don't accidentally wake his child who's sleeping in the next room. R.T. Cole is an editor and author, and so, first of all, I'm not even going to welcome you yet. I have to ask this burning question, which is, do you really like editing?
2: (laughs) I do, actually. I found it very enjoyable, especially with my last book, and then I didn't think that I would.
0: What is it about the editing process that makes you happy? Because I feel like so many authors, they like the creative process of those first words on paper, and then having to go back over it and over it and do that editing just makes them crazy. So what do you like about it?
2: I think actually for me, it's almost the opposite because... I obviously know that my first draft is not going to be perfect. Even the final draft isn't absolutely perfect. It's as perfect as it's going to get. But Uh when I go back after writing the first draft, you know, I'll just go through and anytime I come across something, especially if it's developmental, you know, something to do with the story that needs a little bit of changing, a little bit of fine tuning, I'll actually get really excited about that. I'll get really excited about fixing it up to make it better. So that way, you know, I know the first try it's going to be, Oh, well it was okay the first time. But then when I go in I'm like, now this sounds great <laughs> and wow. it just makes me feel better about it
0: so you don't have that like gut punch feeling of oh my gosh there's a gaping hole in this story and i didn't notice until just now and now i have to fix it
2: <laughs> no not exactly no but you know what when when i go through especially being that i'm writing a series and i got to keep the continuity going as i keep going further into the the installments so it gets a little bit more difficult each time mm-hmm. come across a moment where especially after the full draft is done and i say to myself you know what i probably should have thrown in i don't know a conversation between two characters that as a reader i probably would want to see and i'll get excited about that but at the same time i'll get a little uh oh, well i gotta come up with a new scene to throw in but then at the end of it i'm like okay this is a lot better than it was and it's exciting
1: So that's going to have to be your superpower then, because I can't even imagine finding that exciting. I get all stressed out when I have to rewrite an entire concept.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The one thing that doesn't get me excited is finding the very small errors that even after pouring through the draft three or four times and thinking, okay, this is all polished and nice and let's get this going, then I'll come across, I don't know, just a a misspelling of one of the names, or just a space that was missing in between the end and the beginning of a sentence. And I'm like, oh no.
1: (laughs) Okay, dude, so I'm pretty happy if I've maintained the same name for that character the entire time without... (laughs) (laughs)
0: i gotta gotta tell you though i gotta tell you though that feeling of of noticing something when you've gone over the piece like three times four times and you notice something because then you start to doubt like wait what else did i miss
2: (laughs) yes absolutely absolutely but you know what's funny in the last book that i wrote i figured out something that was fantastic to use during the editing process and that's you know i write microsoft word and i had no idea that you can find this button or function in it I forget what it's called at this point that will it'll basically read the passage to you and talk to you and I like to hear it in that way because there will probably be something that I missed and the woman speaking to me will tell me
1: no <laughs> well, that's pretty cool I haven't tried that before
2: yeah it can be helpful
1: I've used
0: that. It's it's kind of funny sometimes because of course it's like a robot voice. And I have fantasy characters, so some of them have really strange names. Same, the same. robot voice does not do fantasy character names very
2: well. Oops. <gasps> very true. Oh, dog <laughs>
1: attack. Scout decide to make an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> scout we're trying to do a quiet episode you are
0: not helping this seems like actually a good segue um, not the dog barking but the other thing we we're talking about to talk about your books we've established that you're an editor but you're also an author so what do you write
2: so primarily right now i write fantasy i like to think of it as either epic fantasy or sword and sorcery fantasy yeah right now i'm writing a uh, a series it's planned to be five uh books and three of them are out now and i'm currently writing the fourth one and i'm writing a prequel Two
0: questions. What is the name of the first book?
2: The name is Genesis of War.
0: Genesis of War. Okay. Mm -hmm. Second question, do you have a series Bible? Like, do you have some sort of document that you keep track of all these things for continuity and all of that when you have this many books in a series?
2: I am obsessed with Excel. So I have two or three spreadsheets that, yeah, that takes care of all that for me. He really (laughs) is an editor,
1: guys. Yeah. He's got this down. I'm curious. So I think I read on your, your Fiverr page that uh, you don't do developmental editing. Do you have someone else that you hire out for that portion? Or do you still do that for your own work, but you just don't do it for others?
2: That's right. Yeah. So I'll do that for my own work, but I won't do that for others. Like, If I'm offering the services for somebody else, I'm primarily uh, reading their work just to make it polished and sound better. But you know, I won't get into their story because I feel like only they know the the story. So I don't want to kind of um, infringe on that. Well, and
0: this is a good, a good moment, I think, to um, establish the differences in editing, because I think a lot of writers get very confused Mm-hmm. There are different kind of levels or styles of editing and you know sometimes they'll pay somebody to do something and think oh this is what I'm getting and it turns out that that person does a different thing so can you kind of talk us through like the different types of editing that are available you said developmental what what else is there that people can choose from
2: Right you know I still consider proofreading as one of the fundamental basics of of editing I offer proofreading services for that And then the editing portion, you know, generalized is more of like the the line editing, where I expect that the manuscript or written passage is almost ready for publishing. And actually, you know, that brings me to another point, too, because I've actually had a conversation with somebody recently about this. Someone uh, wanted to hire me for services related to the editing, and uh, they assumed that formatting was inclusive in it, but it wasn't. Formatting is completely different. You know, if we're talking about certain words that need to be in italics or folds or headers and footers and spacing the type of margins they want, that is completely different. That is a whole whole nother beast.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's amazing how many different steps that there are. The different editings you need to go through in the All the stuff you need to do to get this thing polished and ready to go.
2: And a lot of people don't realize. (laughs) You know, it's funny because a lot of people on the outside of this uh, industry will just look at it as, oh, they wrote a book. They published a book. Fantastic. But it it takes lots of hours after the the work is done uh, to do more work, (laughs) to edit it, to market it. You know, it's, it's a whole it's a full time job.
1: And they're all different skill
0: sets. So it's... yes, everybody loves to talk about writing and the writing process and how do I write a book?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And it's like they forget that writing the book is the first step on a very long journey. You've Writing the book is like they, they left the Shire. Now yes. what? Yes, that's right. <laughs> and so people like you can come in and help them sort of make that book into something that they can be really proud to show
1: to the rest of the world.
2: Right. I can at least get them the Rivendell.
1: There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. So on the ones that you've done for others, what what tips, like top two tips you'd give to people that you find most problematic what are we doing wrong the most
2: (laughs) (laughs) well i mean you know surprisingly enough and just because i've come across this a lot is really just the spelling i mean again you know it might seem like a basic fundamental but there are spell checks there's there's things like grammarly and whatnot and then when it comes to uh i actually come across a lot of semicolons i don't know about you guys but i'm not really much of a semicolon user (laughs)
1: oh my gosh i i I am i do use a semicolon i'm I'm so sorry (laughs) whole books have been written
0: about whether or not you should use a semicolon like it's it's hilarious there are authors who have had deep philosophical feelings about using a semicolon and there are some that have been like proud that they've made it through a whole book and never had
1: to use one i'm not that emotionally (laughs) attached to my semicolon (laughs) this is a contentious issue you don't even know
2: i will admit i've i've written a book or two without a semicolon in existence and had to sit back and smile just a little <laughs> bit Just a little bit.
1: <laughs> level achieved
2: <laughs> yes. yes
1: what are your
0: editor pet peeves like the things that writers do either they assume something about the services you're providing or they like what is it that they do that's just making your job harder and you wish they would stop doing
2: <laughs> well definitely as i said before the uh the formatting thing just where i come across a lot of customers who who feel that formatting is part of editing as it were and you know what it's it's an honest mistake to be really honest yeah. it's an honest mistake but then other than that i i really want to say what they expect for pricing i've come across offers where they wanted uh 30,000 words done for $5 <laughs> That's very laughable. <laughs> very wow. I mean
0: I will look at that and go, yes, those are words. That's yeah. the level of service yeah. you're getting. That is correct. you're using English. Pay yeah, me my five so dollars. <laughs> so basically, writers, try to educate yourself on what the editors actually providing. RT does a great job on his Fiverr site of saying, here's like what the parameters of what I'm doing. If you don't know, if you're if you're confused, ask. And don't get offended when they tell you the answer because there are some things that some editors do that others won't and and that's okay. He's a service provider, he's providing a service. And you can take that service or not. And expect to pay people for stuff. Like I know this is a hard industry sometimes and you know you want to do your budget your book on a shoestring or whatever, but it takes time to do this well, right? How long does it take you would you say to do 30,000 words?
2: Oh, if I've got nothing else on my plate, I think uh, I think thirty thousand words might take me maybe. F- Five days, maybe. Wow. So
0: basically, that person was trying to offer you a dollar a day. <laughs>
2: sure, sure, yeah. But you know, but you know what? Too, it needs to be said that there's a lot of people out there, especially authors, especially new coming indie authors, that don't realize the pricing. And you know, I would just say do a little research. You know, to be fair, you know, do some research on it. And because I've come across people who, uh, once they say, you know, oh, I have this many words, what's the price? And I give the price, and then their immediate response is very negative. And Mm -hmm. that's completely understandable. But that also tells me that they don't know, you know, and it's just, you know, just a little bit of research. And again, it's understandable to have that reaction. But as someone who provides the services, and as someone trying to provide for a family myself, I'm definitely never going to undervalue the pricing of uh, editing and putting in that much effort to polish your work. You get what you pay for is the real phrase.
0: <laughs> well, and frankly, editing is, I mean, this is a deal breaker. Like yes. there are there are readers who will put down your book if they find too many typos.
2: Mm-hmm. Or yeah, just it's absolutely.
1: difficult to read because the way it's, it's just not, it just doesn't make any sense the way they've written it. Yeah,
0: yeah. Right. You you know, you will lose sales if somebody looks at your, like, look inside the book and they find three typos because they know the whole book's going to be like that. So this is this is a thing, like, if you're going to invest in one thing, well, maybe two things, cover design mm-hmm. and editing.
1: Yes. So I'm curious, does it help at all on the cost, for, just for people trying this first, if they cleaned it up as much as possible, or is it by word regardless?
2: Uh, it's... At least the way I do it and for what I've done in my own research before I had started this venture, it most most of the time it goes by word regardless. Mm-hmm. There are some that work hourly, but then I always feel that how does the customer know how many hours you're actually putting into it? I mean, the person doing the editing could be sitting there for two days and not start it until the third day. I mean, unless you're working on the real honor system here, by word count is typically the way to go.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and I also work in a service industry in my, you know, I, I provide a service to my clients in my day job. And one of the things that I like about flat rate pricing is you know what it is before you start. Yes, exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. You don't get to the other end and they're like, oh, we, uh, it took me 52 hours. So you owe me $10,000. <laughs> <laughs> right. When did you make the shift from I'm writing books to I want to edit other people's books? Like, what did that realization process look like?
2: It was it was twofold. Uh, one, I realized that I needed to bring in more money to the household. <laughs> and and two, because I actually thoroughly enjoy the editing process, not just for me, but I enjoy doing that for other people. And to be perfectly honest, I've been doing that for people for years I think the smallest example I can say is I don't know if say my wife came to me and said oh does this resume sound good and then Mm -hmm. I would go through with a fine tooth comb and say like oh this is spelled wrong or you might want to switch these two words find a better synonym for this because this one is overused you know things like that and it's just one of those things that just sort of and it might sound cliche but it sort of came natural to me Mm -hmm. and I just I like going through other people's work and and correcting it if that sounds strange. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's just a knack. I found a knack for it.
1: Do you find yourself when you're just free reading just for enjoyment that issues <laughs> in books drive you crazy?
2: Not so much. No, I tr- I really try to <laughs> I really try to shut that off <laughs> and uh, enjoy the work that I'm that I'm reading because I don't get the time to read too often, but when I do, it's like it's like Christmas. I have to sit there and really enjoy it.
0: So you don't want to get in your own way and make it not fun.
2: Yes. Yes, absolutely.
0: Did you have any sort of like imposter syndrome feeling of like, who am I to call myself an editor? Or were you really confident in your skills when you started?
2: When I started, I definitely had the imposter syndrome. I had heard from other other authors that uh, they, they basically claimed that you had to have x amount of years experience and uh, a certain degree in education toward it and it it basically It threw me off a little bit because I knew I wanted to start the venture. I knew that I wanted to bring a a different revenue stream into the household. And uh, I knew it was something that I could be good at. But then when I heard things like that, I almost got discouraged. But then I really just buckled down and I just kind of rolled with it. And I think within the first couple of days, I got a bite on one of my gigs and uh, it was someone who... I guess wanted to test things out, mm-hmm. and you know I completed the assignment, and then now this person is a uh, is a recurring client. I've done four or five jobs jobs for them in the last two to three weeks already. So wow, it's, you know, awesome. yeah, it's, it's good, it's good. So
1: that's a pointer. Never believe the naysayers. You got this. You <laughs> yes. can do the thing.
2: Yeah, absolutely. What believer.
0: was your <laughs> learning curve? Was there anything that when you started doing this as a as work? That surprised you or that you had to learn that you weren't expecting?
2: You know what? To be honest, I think this goes back to uh, what I was just saying about the the recurring client. I guess, depending on what type of editing you're doing or what work you're editing, some of them expect you to do research. You know, like for instance, uh, some of the editing I'm doing is for blogs for an insurance company and they want the tone to match all of their previous blogs. So I would go to their website and Uh, check out the previous blogs from like the last week or two and then make sure that the tone that I'm setting for when I'm editing matches the way it is or the way it has been the past couple of weeks.
1: So how much time do you spend writing versus editing? How much time do you devote to your writing
2: side of things? I think the further I get into the book series, for example, I think I've closed the gap when it comes to writing from chapter one to the end, even though the first book took years, the second book took maybe one year and the third book took seven months nice yeah so I'm closing the gap and I I enjoy that but then the editing process to be honest actually doesn't take me that long you know only because I'm very neat and meticulous about it you know again I get a spreadsheet going (laughs) as I (laughs) go through chapter one all the way through the end and I'll have these color-coded cells saying like oh I'm in the middle of this I need to still edit this and oh I've completed that so yay and (laughs) I'll have it make it look all nice and fancy so that way I know personally that I'm, I don't know, a couple chapters in or halfway done with the editing, and then once I'm done, it's just uh, have a nice celebratory drink, and <laughs> there you go.
1: So you are not a panster.
2: I am not. I, I <laughs> d- <laughs>
1: that whole concept would be bad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I tried it. I tried it, but it's not. It's not for me. I'm full on. I, I do three different versions of outlines before I write. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, yeah. uh, You're super plotter. Yeah, I mean that that's that's my thing too when it comes to writing the the series. You know, I can't even remember. I can't even tell you how the first book went. Uh, It's been so long. But then as I went into the series again, going with continuity, and then you know you left off with certain characters in the first book, right? So I'll sit there and just like take a piece of paper and say, okay, where do I want each character to go? Like we're talking POV characters, right? Where do I want them to go? Okay, great. That's phase one. Phase two is putting like supposed chapters on uh, on index cards and, you know, doing a very two sentence summary about what each chapter is going to be about. And then I'll sort of fiddle with the order of everything. So that way it flows through the story very nicely. And then I'll put together this this crazy detailed outline. I'd have to show you sometime. It's very <laughs> it's very detailed. And then I'll start writing the book.
0: See, see, I do that too, um, but not at all in that order. So, like, what happens is. <laughs> I I write like half the book, get stuck, go back and try to do note cards with chapters, realize where I'm stuck, even though I haven't got that far in my note cards, start writing again, get to the end, then try to do an outline to figure out where the holes are, get frustrated with that and go back to writing the book. And eventually
1: I finish and it comes out okay. (laughs) That is exactly how I do it. (laughs) I I finished my book and I went back like, I need to pace out these chapters. And then I wrote all the little notes down. I'm like, oh, well, now I need to add... Claire in chapter three. Where'd she go?
0: <laughs> Shelly was having issues with too many murders and too small a space too. It was very
1: upsetting. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I was down on serial killer land in a cozy that had to, that had to step back a bit. <laughs>
2: it happens to the best of us. <laughs> so many murders, a little time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if people want to find you. Yes, and possibly hire you hmm. to edit, where can they do so? Uh,
2: so, I'm available at official RT Cole on basically every social media site you can think of. I'm on uh, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and even TikTok. Um, even TikTok. Even TikTok, which is actually very fun.
0: Well, you'll have to show off your plotting, your, your all your outlines on TikTok.
2: Yes, yeah. That'd I be a great,
0: that. whatever they call it on TikTok. I don't even know. I'm terrible. <laughs>
2: And in terms of the uh, the services, I am on Fiverr. The name on there is RT Cole 8383. For some reason, I can't change it. Um, <laughs> so that's me. I have a couple of gigs on there, both related to writing. Now,
0: I noticed on your Fiverr, because I did go look at that, that your biggest, like your, your luxury package or high package is like 50,000 words. Do you mm. do books longer than that? Because all of my books yes. are longer than that. Okay.
2: Yes. Yeah, yeah. The, they have the custom offer functions on there, so if there's ever anybody I mean I actually just had someone contact me today about uh sixty thousand words so either either you can just do two separate gigs you know you can do one for the fifty thousand and one for ten thousand or split it up even further i've heard that that's a thing to do also you know so that way someone can see how you work and how well you do or you can just do the whole thing in one shot and hope for the best but yeah, you can customize <laughs> it any way you want
0: awesome, okay well. All of you who are out there searching desperately for an editor, you may have just found him. And I wanted to read to you from, I just went and creeped on your Instagram because Instagram is where I live. And uh, there's this Amazon review that you highlighted uh, a while back. And the review is a five-star review of Myth Power. And the quote is, I never wanted it to end. So apparently the books are good too. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for being here, R.T. I may be hiring you in the future. We'll see. (laughs) Thank you.
2: It was a pleasure being here.
1: If you're new here and you want to help us out, don't forget to like, review, and subscribe.